Also, Gabe, please cut this out of the episode, but I now see that the angle that the light is hitting me, I look like one of those emoji faces where you just put, like, the emojis for eyes and then the emoji for nose and mouth. I look like that right now. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. school. Today's date is Thursday, September 17th. Now for today's fun facts. Did you know that a cat has over 100 sounds in its vocal repertoire, while a dog only has 10? Very interesting. Now for today's current events. In the last episode, upon further reflection, Alita decided it would be best if the party went on ahead while she attends to personal matters. After giving Johannes the mirror pendant, she sets them off to meet again at the bronze shrine. And as they are walking, the party leaps right into a sleeping owl bear. Oh dear. Today's hot lunch special is loaded nachos and buttered reconstituted potatoes. Go narwhals. After rising from the bushes with a horrifying shriek, the owlbear takes its claw and whips Johannes off of its back into the ground, and Johannes is going to take 15 damage. You hear his armor sort of clang hard against the forest floor. All right, Boat, does a 17 hit your AC? It does. All right, so you, my friend, are going to take... One million damage. Twenty damage? Jesus! I'm still here. I'm still here. All right, and then it's... Boat says from his state of unconsciousness. (laughs) All right, it's going to swing at Solonar next. No, I don't want it. Uh, That's a hit. I'm not even going to ask because it would be insulting to ask. Um, You take 16 damage, Solonar. No, I I don't like this. Why? Why did we we jump on these bushes? All right, Boat, it's your turn. Um, So Boat gets slashed by the owlbear and he just is, uh, he's thrown back by the pain not more than five feet away so he's still perfectly within range of where he was before but uh you know the blood starts seeping from the wound on his chest as his leotard has been torn by the the sharp and fearsome claws of this owlbear and he feels the power just sort of welling up inside him as a reaction to this attack he feels his arms begin to shake he feels his legs begin to shake and he's able just without really understanding what he's doing to channel that energy out into the world and cast Earth Tremor. I was about to, I thought you were just taking a really long time to enter a rage. No. All right, what is Earth Tremor doing? Uh, and how do you know Earth Tremor? I, I explained this. All right, I explained this 
many months ago when Boat took the level in Bard that the way I was going to have Boat sort of discover magic was going to be just sort of under stress. He would realize he had access to some of these powers. I'm, I'm not going to fight you. What 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 are you doing with the Earth Tremor? Uh, cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. That's everybody. Yes, it is. All right. He's under uh, distress. It's a uh, dex dex twelve. The owl bear fails. All right. Nine. So does bull. Bull crit fails. Bull is just like face what you think would be face first in the dirt. That's oh, amazing. No, bull, put on your shoes. Get those human feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> His people feet. <laughs> He's got smurf feet, not people feet. Um, so but yeah. Oh wow. It's so, like that image where Kirby takes off his shoes and it's just frighteningly realistic human feet. Have you guys ever seen the realistic Mega Man drawings? Oh, no. I'll find them sometime. But anyway. Oh, no. Anyway, this is for a failed save. A creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. Oh, um, well, the owlbear's prone. Uh, if, the ground, if the ground in that area is loose earth or stone... It becomes difficult terrain until cleared, with each five-foot diameter portion requiring at least one minute to clear by hand. I guess we could consider it difficult. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, roll for damage. Uh, yeah, I rolled a four. Cool. Um, and for my bonus action, I'm going to rage. <laughs> I got slammed so hard that the earth is shaking around me. Uh, I, I, can't thought you were about, my... I thought you were about to bust into a freestyle rhyme right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got slammed so hard by this casting bard. It caught me off guard, and now I'm looking at the stars. All right, Solinar, you're up. Uh, well, for starts, I saved. I got a 14, so that's good news. You just backflip. Um, uh, you just like do a sick backflip and land when it's when the ground's not shaking anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Solinar is going to pull out attention and uh, stab it into the prone owl bear, which you get advantage to do because it's, you know, prone. I'm, I won't need advantage. I just rolled a crit twenty. We don't need advantage where we're going. <laughs> so you critted on on the attack on on my first attack of the round. Yes. So that's double max. Then add your modifier. Wait, roll an advantage. You might With- get better. <laughs> Uh, that's with sneak attack, isn't it? Yes. Because it's my first attack of the round. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of damage. And it's prone. That's a lot of damage. We need to repair this owlbear with flex tape. So that's 16 piercing from the rapier itself. Then an additional 12 from sneak attack. Then an additional then an additional four for the modifier for a total of 32 damage. You just walk up to it and slit its throat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what happens is Solinar walks up, does a quick flourish, and then just sinks attention almost up to the hilt in the owl bear's chest. And blood is you hit some kind of artery and blood is just fountaining out of this creature. I think he uh, deflated Yoha- a lung. You Yoha- punctured Yoha- you punctured his owl orta. Mm. Yeah, that flex, <laughs> that flex seal joke didn't get enough love, though. Props. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I that's appreciate, fair. I appreciate it. That that joke is going to have somebody laughing. All right, Johannes, you're up. 
No, I'm not. I'm on the ground. I'm prone. Oh, no. And I've been buffeted by an owl and then by the earth. I don't know what's going on. The sky is spinning. Did There's... you take the damage from the the, the spell? Yeah. God, poor Johannes. And it hurt. Poor, poor thing. Thought I was jumping on a bush and then I got jumped on by a bear. Bush bear. I'm collecting myself. I've got to pick up my shield, like stand up. Whoa, it's been a day. <laughs> we should have we should have taken the middle path. That's it. That's my turn. That's your whole turn? Okay. Koza. <laughs> uh, Koza lifts up his staff and like even more mushrooms sprout on it as he casts Chalet. Oh, God, I'm so afraid of his Koza's ho- horrifying, gross magic. What the heck? It's just magic. And then it's just magic mushrooms. And then he swings at the owlbear. The prone owlbear. You guys are just like jumping this thing in an alley at this point. I think we are all. Have you seen Johannes? This thing jumped me. Yeah, we were all taken off guard. That's also. Oh, so he should have gotten a bonus round? It slashed Solinar so bad that like it's this is unacceptable. That's going to be an 18. That'll hit. For eight damage. Okay. Means it's the owlbear's turn. It's going to try and get up. Fail. It's going to get up and it's going to swing at Koza and Solonar both, since they are the ones that are attacking it. I'm okay with this. It crit failed on Solonar. I'm very okay with that. It rolled a seven on Koza. Yeah, I'm good. It did, however, roll a like 22 on its beak attack. Which is against Solinar again. I think I think I have a thing I can use as a paladin, a protection paladin. Well, yeah, you've got. That's don't you have your right shield? Guys. You got your shield thing. If yeah. you're within five feet, you can put your shield in the way. I'm actually typing this in. I can't remember. Solinar, you're gonna take eight additional damage. Okay, great news, everyone. Between the beaky beak attack and uh, Wait getting. For it. M- Mega slashed beforehand. Wait for it. When a creature you, you see attacks the target other than you that is within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. You must be wielding a shield, which I am. Did you activate that ability? Yeah, that's what I was saying, point? but then I had to look it up because I didn't actually remember how it worked. Okay, it's a reaction. So I so it'll impose disadvantage. I'll roll again for the beaky beak. Does 20 hit Solinar? Yes. There we go. You still took the damage. So Solinar's unconscious. And as as he's like falling bloodied to the ground after the beak has just like ripped a small chunk out of him, he's like, we should have gone the other way. All right. <laughs> Collapse. Uh, bo- boat, that brings up to you. All right. Uh, boat is, he's sort of composed himself a little bit better. Uh. And he is going now that to. Solinar's collapsed. Boat's going to uh, take out his great axe, and he's going to attack the owlbear. All right. Does a twenty-four hit? A twenty-four absolutely hits. All right. I, so. I detected the sarcasm, but it does hit. Uh, that's a total of eight damage with my rage bonus. With my rage bonus. Yeah. And how this is playing out is, uh, boat is like swinging. Just he's swinging down with his great axe. It cuts through the owlbear, and the blade buries itself in the rough earth. And then Boat's going to spend a key point and do a flurry of blows. 
And he's just gonna ninja kick this thing in the head a bunch of times. Yeah, he's gonna do like a like a, a like a front flip bicycle kick, and each uh, I guess I guess each foot is gonna count as a roll on this. All right. Uh, so that's a nineteen hit. Uh, that is three. So three yeah. damage. Yeah, and now I'm rolling my second one. That's a twenty-four. I presume that still hits. And let's see, that's a four. You want to narrate this? Yes. Uh, so after Boat's great axe uh, lands in the ground and stands straight up, Boat sort of tucks and goes. He goes down. He puts his hands on the ground and then uses his mighty upper body strength to propel him upward. And then he contorts his body and flips toward the owl bear, landing his left heel square on the owl bear's neck, followed by his right heel landing on one of the upper vertebrae of the owl bear's back. And he hears a mighty crack as he comes to land on the ground on his ass. All right. The owl bear makes no sudden sound. There is no pomp or ceremony. It just collapses. I kicked an owl bear to death. I think you had help, but all right. <laughs> yeah, from your tremors. Yeah, oh, I guess did it has a lot of heavy lifting in that one. I guess it has I, a punctured lung. I'm the really biggest loving, heavy lifting was done by Solinar, though, as far as damage output goes. I'm really loving results. this new like combat optimized boat that I've got going on here. <laughs> the combat boat. He's a warship now. Oh yeah, he's a battleship. Now that you are out of combat, anybody want to attend to Solinar? Oh, uh, I, can... I got him. Don't worry. Here we go. Okay, I'm not as good a leader as this, but here we go. And uh, Johannes, uh, Johannes slaps you across the face. Just like wake up, and you get ten ten hit points. Wait, I'm level five. You can have so many more hit points than that. I think I got like twenty five. Level four. Wait, level four. Level four. Oh, it says four on my character sheet, so I got 20. I slap you for 20 hit points. So, so after Johanna slaps you, you get this like little red, you know, mark on your face from where you got slapped. But also all of your, you watch as your flesh like mends itself together and like one of your bones goes and puts itself back in place. So like, uh, Solinar is like on the ground, like raspy breathing, like this sort of like, this sort of like, <laughs> kind of breathing and then uh, Johannes just reaches down and just like slaps him right across the face yeah but and not before like, I'm not as good as, as Alita at this but here you go and Solonar's gonna be like oh yeah why yeah. oh what? because we went the wrong path we should the the pendant didn't point the right way well my well my bones feel significantly better which is nice. Oh Boat man, touches, that's... Boat touches his hand to his chest and feels uh, a warmth from his hand mixing with the warmth of his blood and uh, feels an energy transfer. And Boat casts uh, Cure Wounds on himself. Well, thank you. Thank you for the healing, Johannes. As, uh... Wow. So owlbears, huh? Dangerous. Yeah, that like, was maybe... painful. We do, let's let's try not to fight owl bears in the future if we can avoid it. It's a good call. Holy smokes! Oh, how's how's everybody else's day going? I'm a, I'm alive again. Uh, um, that was uh surprising. I guess we should continue down the path, though. Well, yeah, I suppose it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna just lay down in the back of the cart for a little bit, if that's cool with all of you. Let's uh. 
There's a lot of pain there all at once. I think I could use probably just a oh, just a micro nap, I think, will get me right. I don't know about you all, but I'm ready for much more than a micro nap. I'm ready for a rest that could be considered long. <laughs> I think but, it's still early in the day, though. We, we should I mean, try we to... just killed a dang owlbear. Like, I think we've earned a rest. I don't. I don't want to, like, camp for the night because I don't know if this owlbear has friends that are going to be like, hey, where'd, um, where'd Jim go? Because he Ooh. was supposed to be he was supposed to be bringing the uh, the bushberries for tonight's party. Like, somebody go out and find that guy. Ooh. And then, like, all of a sudden we're surrounded by three owlbears. I don't want to actually hold on a minute. What do owlbears have that are worth any sort of money? They're greasy meat. Well, we should harvest this owlbear then. Yeah, let's do it. I think I got enough energy in me to skin an owlbear. Well, in that case, I'm going to get some sleep because uh, while you guys are doing owlbear stuff, I, f- I feel like I'm, I mean, my arm is dented up against my skin. I can't even take it off right now. Yeah, you're going to need some butter to get out of that situation. Oh, don't worry. We've got some in the cart. Do you have butter in the cart? Yeah, butter me up, Goza. I've got some oil. I can give you oil. Wait till we cut open that owlbear. We'll get all the delicious grease from his owlbear muscles. I would, I'm going to be, I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled to help you, but I just stood up and, um, I'm, I'm woozy. So I'm, I'm actually going to go lay down in the back of the cart for a minute I believe in the power of you and everything that you do for this party. So as you slice into the owl bear, a foul smell emanates from its body. Cue Star Wars joke that that's, Josh is about to make. That's with a W, right? No, with a U. Oh, it's more on the Star bear half Wars. of this. It's more on the bear half of this owl bear than the owl half. <laughs> So the smell is unbearable, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's Albert in the front, party in the back. <laughs> There's some kind of gross concoction within its stomach that seeps forth as a black ichor. Other than that, its body seems generally okay. Uh, you can harvest the meat and the grease and, and the fur from it if you'd like. The teeth, well, it doesn't have teeth, it has a beak, but its claws and whatnot if you'd like. But the ichor smells foul and seems corrosive. Um... Is this thicker normal? Within it, you find a single chicken feather. Is it like, how viscous is it? I mean, you don't want to touch it because it's corrosive. Well, like I could get a stick or a stone or something and see. It generally has the consistency of like a gelled pudding. Ah, ichor with three C's. (laughs) Can I roll uh, nature to get a feel, like to understand if this is... Um, that's gonna be a four. Sure does look like an icker. Um, this icker really puts the ick in icker. I'm gonna take a stick and try to poke out the the single chicken feather. A sticker in the icker. (laughs) Gross. Uh, so you're able to get the chicken feather out of the icker? Yes. Um, is there? It is somewhat singed, or at least like somewhat corroded you're not you're not sure how to describe what's happening to this feather does it look unusual it looks like a chicken feather that's been put in some kind of acidic solution huh i I guess it ate some chickens the smell seems fouler in the feather than it does anywhere else solinar sits up from the back of the cart and it's like did you say chickens 
Is this for- is this Solinar or is this you, Josh? No, that's that's Solinar. Um, do I get any uh, vibes from this chicken feather? Harsh vibes, perhaps. Uh, roll vibe check. Okay, vibe check. Is that Arcana? It's gonna be. Uh, well, what do you want it to be? What What are you gonna roll for? Uh, it's just a straight D twenty for a vibe check. Yeah, sounds like it's a straight twenty for a vibe check. All right, no, no modifiers. Uh, eight. Unless that's insight, then it'd be twelve. It's not. <laughs> it's not insight. It's a vibe right check. Uh, seriously though, what do you want to um at like what are what are you rolling for overall? Uh, so I mean, looking at this this feather, would I have any reason to think there are uh, any magical properties to it? Okay, so you're rolling Arcana. Uh, there is nothing inherently magical about the feather itself. Okay. That'd be a nine if it's Arcana. Yes. Um, S- same deal, yeah. yeah. You, you don't notice anything inherently magical about the feather itself. It just smells really bad. It smells really foul. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now exactly what happened here. Baba Yaga put a curse on this owl bear. I feel like that's quite a, um, a leap. I mean, not really. Baba Yaga actually legit lives around here. And in a chicken house. It all makes sense. Just think about it. Is this chicken feather scaled to the size of a chicken house? You don't think I would have mentioned giant as one of the factors of this feather? Um, I, I, I've heard legends of Baba Yaga, and if this was a feather from Baba Yaga's chicken house, um, it'd be much larger. This is just a chicken feather. Oh, well, how do we know that she wasn't using chickens in her magic like maybe she grinds up chickens in the pestle or whatever to make her bread uh, chicken <laughs> bread i think we should i love me some chicken bread oh man i just i don't want to get in the way of this baba yaga conversation but while this is all going on and they're smelling feathers and talking about chicken ladies and everything <laughs> boat is uh harvesting the owl bear all right, you're going to get 30 pounds of owlbear meat awesome. and an owlbear pelt. Awesome. What, are we playing Monster Hunter now? What is this? It's just fun to have stuff. It's fun to have 30 pounds of unrefrigerated yeah. meat as we travel in uh, the woods. I'm going to tell you right now, you got to know we grilling up that meat at camp tonight and we're going to have owlbear for days. Why is oh, Christopher gonna, Walking telling us so about... gamey. <laughs> So I gotta tell you, we're gonna uh, have owlbear meat tonight. I'm I'm gonna tell you something a, a little uncomfortable about eating owlbear. The last time I had that much owlbear, it's uh, I was pooping for days, days. I tell you, just one poop, a day, days long poop. Thirty pounds of owlbear meat plus what else? Owlbear pelt. Okay, like how big, like how many like fabric yards of pelt? I'm going to put five yards. It's not going to be five yards. Do you have any idea how much five yards of fabric is? Well, I, I, I rounded my estimate down. Originally, I was going to say like 20. It would be two at best. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to have you, what I'm going to have you do is roll survival to see if you muck it up because skinning animals is difficult. 15. All right. You're able to get two yards of owlbear pelt. All right. How long does he have until the. Owlbear pelt rots. Well, it depends on if he treats it. Yeah, could I treat it with some of that that body icker? You can try. 
I mean, does it work like does it work like tannic acid or is it? You don't know. It's an unidentified anchor that you found rotting in the stomach of a creature, and now you're like, I wonder if I could use this to tan this hide. Here's what I'm gonna do. First, I'm gonna try and dry it out. So I'm just gonna drape it over top of the of the cart. Like Solinar's in there. I'm gonna lay this Alvar pelt over top of him. So well, it can he, air he out. just ducked out of the cart to yell about Baba Yaga, so... Well, then he will not have a cart to go back to, because I'm putting this in the cart to dry out. It would smell. Oh, uh, what, what is the... Oh my gosh, the sky is falling and it smells horrible. Does anybody have a fire spell? Um, I can produce flame. Maybe you could help me smoke this meat so that it'll stay good. Um, you guys were what, talking about a threat in the woods. We should cook at camp tonight when we're done traveling for the day. Yeah, let's, let's continue down the road. I don't... Now that, now that I'm convinced Baba Yaga's involved in this somehow, with magic and evil and evil magic, I, I want to stay here even less. Yeah, we need to get out of here. I didn't even realize the Baba Yaga's around. I mean, let's I'd- go down the other path. Wait. Is this path lead the path that we found the owlbear? Does it still continue? Is it still a path? Yes, it continues. Like honestly, the bushes were like right by where you guys were. Johannes still looks at fork. Johannes like, we haven't at the, chosen a path yet. Yeah, you're still at the fork. Johannes looks at the mirror. The mirror pendant is still going to tell you to go straight on. Um, well, now that we got rid of that obstacle, we should go this way. Are you put, pointing toward the bushes? No, I'm pointing like, towards the path that the bushes quote unquote were on but they weren't bushes they were pain that, yeah, that's what i asked but okay. that's what she's saying though it's like it's sort of in the middle it sounds like we're going down the path yep all right yeah so you all are going to travel down the path it's going to take you to a clearing where you're going to be able to make camp for the night um you can decide if you want to stay here if you want to press on so you're yeah. saying wait is it getting dark is it the time when you would normally make camp I mean, it's like mid-afternoon. Have well, we seen lots of good spots to camp? Uh, not yet. Oh, well, you guys, we've we've had a hard day. I'm in a lot of pain. I need to fix my armor. The cart smells bad. We should stop here for the night. Um, I, I think that's a good idea. Um, I would like to travel at least a little more, but it is hard to say no to such a lovely looking campsite. Especially if we want to give, um... Mr. Boat enough time to smoke his meat and take care of the hide. The campsite looks very clean and inviting. You even hear the trickle of a small stream nearby. Fantastic. There's a covering on the forest floor of leaves, but they don't crunch because of the time of year. It's much softer there. Everything is very peaceful, especially in this clearing. What a peaceful clearing. Boat's gonna go down to the water and begin tanning the hide. Yeah, I can't. I can't nap in amongst all this hide. So I guess we may as well stop. We can rest. We can recuperate. Smoke a bunch of meat. <laughs> Four twenty. Smoke that meat. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All right. So you guys are gonna make camp. Yes. Uh, yeah. Koza takes his staff and um, plants it into the ground in the middle of the clearing. And at first it kind of like sticks there and then sort of seems to like undulate a little bit. The, all the mushrooms on it sort of start to undulate. 
and all of a sudden it expands outward and shoves up and then opens into a giant mushroom. A big kind of one of those ones that are sort of wide and flat. Making a parasol out of a mushroom? No, this thing, this is Staff of the Woodlands, but Staff of the Mushroom version of it. <laughs> hmm. So one of the things that it can do is take a tree form. Um, the tree is 60 feet tall and has a five foot diameter trunk. So imagine that. I, I don't think it's quite 60 feet tall, but it still has a five foot middle part through the mushroom and then a uh, 20 foot radius, um, what you call a cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleep under. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to wake up covered in mushrooms, right, Koza? No, it's just uh, to, to camp under. So just a very large shade mushroom. Yeah, I I think so. Honestly, um, I the, the queen of spores gave this to me. I just felt like I should try this, and well, here we are. So you can't actually make me any guarantees, cause you don't know, do you? Um, uh, I guess that that that's true. Well, if I wake up covered in mushrooms, I'll be very cross. But up to that point, it's kind of nice to have all this shade. By the way, how big was this clearing? Did I just, like, cover up the entire clearing? No, it's a pretty sizable clearing. Okay. It's maybe, like, 150 feet. Okay, good, 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 good. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. Boat is gonna go and smoke the bear meat. Um, no, Solonar's gonna smoke the bear meat. Boat's going to tan the owlbear hide. Got it. Uh, Koza has established his comfort space. Uh, Johannes. I'm popping all these dents out of my armor. There's this huge claw hole. I don't really know what to do about from where I got punctured with the claw of a bear owl. And then I'm gonna, I guess, like, I've still got all these wounds. I'm gonna treat them, get some to the politicians. And I'm gonna go to sleep. It's been a little, I got beat up. I feel like death. All right, so you're going to go sleep. Uh, I'm going to have both of you roll for your meat smoking and hide tanning. Um, but other than that, everything seems to go almost suspiciously well. Nothing comes up. There's no kind of sounds or anything or anything weird. Um, Boat and Solonar return to camp with... You're asking for those rolls now? I am indeed. I rolled a nat 20. All right, you perfectly tan the hide. It is beautiful and will not set to rot. Yay. <laughs> Solinar? Solinar has not returned to camp. However, there is a spot nearby where there is significantly more smoke rising than there really should be. What did Solinar roll? A two. A forest on fire situation. All right, so you want to describe what's going on? Uh, for the first person to come and investigate, which I suspect will be Boat when he's like, look at how well I tanned this hide. Check this. What the hell? Um, Solonar sat down, started a small fire, got the, got the like chips smoking, got like the meat set up over it, uh, had one of those little like spinning, like he had it set up so that he could spin the meat very slowly over the fire, like a rotisserie. And then he promptly fell asleep. It's been a long day. All those delicious meat fumes put him to sleep. So I don't I don't know if you want to rule that he ruined all the meat or if you want to rule that he ruined 
a big portion of the meat you, when he started. You will just have, speaking just speaking as an impartial observer to the uh, not, You will <laughs> you will retain five pounds of meat that was smoked passably. Is the rest of okay. it cooked or burnt? Uh charcoal. Okay. I think so here's what I'm picturing has happened then is that Solinar passes out and then the the fire actually picks up a little bit more than it should have because of a gentle passing breeze. And then sparks jump from the fire onto the grease of the meat and just set the whole thing ablaze. However, part of the forest is on fire. So Kosa, I thought this was in the clearing. You, you said you went a little ways away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, At this point, an, an anthropomorphic owlbear wearing jeans and a ranger's hat appears <laughs> and chastises you for not preventing forest fires, realizes uh, what caused the forest fire, and beats the crap out of you. All right, Koza, you're, you were trying to get things going. Yeah, I asked, so I uh, noticed the smoke from this fire. Yeah, all of you will notice except for Johannes, who's unconscious. Okay, Koza, um, Koza had been sitting under the mushroom working on. Uh, preparing spells basically uh, for the next day, and luckily one of the ones that he had prepared was great for destroy water. So Koza Koza runs up to near the fire and kind of looks around and takes a, a pinch a pinch of spores from his little pocket and um, throws them on the ground. And immediately from that spot, this giant mushroom, just like this bulbous mushroom, grows up and then kind of starts drying out. And from it, this kind of cloud of water drifts out. And Koza swings his um, hand to direct it over the fire and then, like, releases it and it all kind of falls down. Ten gallons worth falls as clean uh, as uh Just as, rain. like, a full sheet, just flap. It's a, a 30 foot. Ground. It's uh, the water falls as rain in a 30 foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. All right. I will I will allow that to be passable. I mean, now a crap ton of smoke is going to be rising because it's being smothered and but overall, you have saved the forest from being burnt to the ground. Cozy. Which is great, because you're not that far from the Glade of the Nymphs. Solonar, um, you should be a little more careful. Uh, so with the rainfall and all of that, I went ahead and rolled Perception to see if Solonar would be, like, stirring or anything like that. I got an 8. So I think he's, I think even with you being like, you need to be more careful, I think Solonar's still unconscious. Okay. I, I... Yeah, I think I'm a little too, like, stressed from this situation to have noticed that you're still, like, asleep. <laughs> so, like, Koza thinks Solonar's just ignoring him? I, th- I think so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Meanwhile, um, Johannes is having a dream where he's like, Oh, what a weird music festival. Look at all of these people playing music, but you're not allowed to, like, go anywhere to shower off. I guess I have to wake up in the morning because there's a mushroom water park over here in the corner that I should shower under. At Bonnaroo Music Festival. So as the crew comes back, minus Solinar, who is unconscious, who is also suspiciously dreaming about this music festival. Who are you seeing, Solinar? Who's on the main stage? Um, Solinar is, is a big, like a very large outcast fan. It's, there's nothing else like that's, that's, that's the one group that he came to see. So of course he wound up at the wrong stage. Um, which stage? And 
He wound up at the wrong stage. Oh, that stage instead of this stage. Exactly. And uh, instead of being at this stage, he is uh, and watching Outcast. He is watching um, a Christian rock group. That's actually uh, the name. As- That's the name. It's Christian Rock, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Which is very suspicious, given that this is a world with a polythe established polytheistic system. Well, no, his name well, this- is Christian Rock, and he's playing with the polytheists. Christian Rock and the polytheists actually sounds like an amazing band name. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's like. Can you take me lower? (laughs) Underground, where mice love men. Look, we can't go any lower because we're already scraping the bottom of a barrel doing a Creed reference in 2020, the year of our Lord. You take that back. Creed is the pinnacle of humankind and there's nothing you can say that will change my mind. 2020. Making Creed references. For New Year's Eve this past year, when you could see people, I went to a Korean karaoke bar and did three straight Creed songs. And they didn't kick you out? No, they loved me and they sang them with me because Creed is the greatest gift to humanity. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what to do about this, so we're just going to move on. Uh, Boat and Kozar, you guys going to go to sleep? Uh, I mean, I'm a little rattled because Solonar did almost immolate himself and the forest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm gonna have me a, a hunk of owlbear meat and try to snuggle you're just up. Gonna, like just eat it like a honk. Like yeah, he's gonna put it on a crepe. You have clearly <laughs> never made barbecue before. I just I have made barbecue thousands. No, I'm of times. talking about Alex. I'm oh. just, uh, it's not so much that so much as just like a honk of shoulder meat that he's just like eating yeah. like an apple. Oh, as I said, you've clearly never made barbecue before. Yeah, it falls right off the bone. <laughs> yeah, you There is no bone! The bone was immolated! Anyway, Boat is snuggling up on the cart with in, in his brand new owlbear pelt, um, having just eaten some owlbear meat. And so is, is putting the pelt his... over your cloak? Yes. Okay. In that meat coma? Yeah, and he's putting his hat over his eyes to try to get some sleep. Alright, Koza? Yeah, Koza um, also has some of the meat, but it's more prepared than a giant uh, chunk like uh, Boat did. Um, but he eats some dinner and then uh, puts out his sleeping pad and a blanket and curls up and also goes to sleep. Alright. As you begin to drift asleep, you start hearing some notes of a faraway song lilting through the air. It lulls you to a peaceful sleep, but the space around all of you within this clearing has begun to feel otherworldly and different.
faintly in the distance, you hear did 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 did